the latest hits and the greatest memories on, 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 on live 105.5 mobi Do you feel your relationship is in a slump? Or maybe you just want to build a successful relationship? Well, join us on Season 3 of The Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his amazing co-host, Angela Jackson, Life Coaching Counselor, as we help you explore the business of love here on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. Welcome to the Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, your co-host, Angela Jackson. And we are on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. We are super excited to be here in our third season. And we are talking about... Live in relationships. Live in relationships. Everybody's doing this. You know, forget it. You actually can buy the cow, you know, now. With the, you know, you can actually drink, get the milk without buying the cow now. What? That's, yeah. You know, Mama said, you know, don't give him the cow because, you know, don't give him the milk because he ain't going to buy the cow, you know. But now it don't matter. You can give up the milk and the cow can actually. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe this should equalize. Have a place to well, well, you know, because some married <laughs> guys are saying, again, they, you know, they're saying that. Why buy the cow? The cow's gonna stop giving milk. So now you're in a good situation now because now. maybe, maybe, maybe the milk is still flowing. Oh, okay. So you're saying that maybe this is the way to go? Is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm just saying that hey, maybe it could be a, a new paradigm for happiness. <gasps> There's been a paradigm shift. I think Marriage it may be. Is no longer the favorite option. Well, you know, I, I, I think I, I think of it, and we talked a few times. It's like uh, going out and uh, playing golf. If your partner don't uh, want to go out and play golf with you, you can call a buddy up and say, hey, look, hey, buddy, let's go out and play golf, right? But when it gets down to having sex, you can't call a buddy up and say, hey, let's go out and have sex. Well, some people can. Well, I mean, just saying. I mean, yeah. for, for, you know, for... For the average heterosexual. Right. Right. So, I mean, this is kind of, you know, I, I guess uh, the thing is, if things stop working in that relationship, you can move on and there's not any severe damage, you know, as far as financial or, or you know, things that could impact the bottom line. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that as far as financial because emotional impact and damage is going to happen some kind of way whether you well it depends living together or whether you're married when to combine you know fa uh, um, two people come together and they're building together on that level there's a lot of emotion well it really depends if both people are trying to build because usually in a relationship one person is doing the building and the other person uh, may not be assisting in it so, but that's not in all cases. I'm just saying that there are those cases where two people are not uh, building. One person is building and the other person is uh, directing the build. Well, don't you need a director? You know, if I'm going to bake the cake, I'm going to eat a piece of it. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I don't see where that says that you don't need a director. No, I mean, yeah, I guess you, I guess you need a director, but you know, uh, having a partner would be better than having a director. Well, are, are haven't men been the directors? They're the head of the household. Well, that's 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 something totally different. Oh, maybe that's why we've arrived at people living together. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I think it's a it's a. I believe whatever you feel like is a choice. I, of yours is, is okay. I just don't like the the issue where is there's so many people that are getting divorced. You know, I just don't. I, I I see the impact of it, and I just think that people need to be prepared and aware of what they're getting into before they just jump into it. And uh, you know, living together give you the true the truth of that person that you're that you're with yeah you're definitely going to um, know what it's like but some people feel like even still you could have this like cool relationship before you get married but it's something about that piece of paper that goes that just turns everything and makes it go down you know? it's obligation it's the obligation it's the it's the obligation it's the commitment it's the the, it's not just, I don't think it's, I can say the obligation, but I don't think it's the commitment. I don't think commitment, like people say, oh, he's scared to commit. But I don't think it's so much the commitment. I what do you think it is? I think it is the obligation, that they feel obliged. And so that's why a lot of people are opting to get into these relationships where they're just living together. Or live together before marriage a lot. You know, they said, let's live together first. And it's crazy because some people can live together forever. A long period of time, and they get married and get divorced in less than a couple of years. Exactly. That's why I said I don't that think, is crazy. That's isn't why it? I said I don't think it's the commitment because they were obviously committed. It's the uh, feeling obliged. It's the feeling because it's really just a perspective. Well, I mean, truly, without being married, you're really not committed. I mean, commit. Okay. Yeah, committed. Yeah, you. You're committed. You, yeah, you're committed. I, I, my brother that passed away. You know. God rest his soul. You know, he was in a relationship for about 12 years with a woman. And he was committed to that relationship. And then it ended. They never got married, but she got half of his thing. So there was commitment. Yeah, well, I guess I guess it could work out that way. I, I'm not... Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's pretty serious when you decide to live together and you're in your because people do common law well, mar marriage is, is real. Well, it depends, and, and I and it always go back to that one word, and that word is intent. Yes. What is your intent to live together? Some people will one person may uh, look at it at uh, as. Oh wow, this is a really good thing because this can help me out on a financial end. This is good for us because, you know, it's a financial reason why we can do this and we can both, you know, win. Um, or some people feel like, you know, they they have to be with someone. They they like the feeling of of coming home to somebody. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be the person that's there with them. 
Right. No, I get it. And that's, I know when I was doing some research, that's some of the challenges with the live-in relationship is one person looks, is looking at it to meet one uh, a, one particular need, and then the other right. one is looking at it to meet another particular need. And I think that what, that one scenario that you use, like, okay, this is going to help with the bills. You know what I mean? This is going to cut my bills in half. So, yeah, yeah, let's live together. And the other person's going, oh, I really want to be with this person. This would be great. You know, this is like the step before marriage. No, the person hasn't even proposed. And that's it. And then when the person get married, then one or the other person may say, well, this is not what I was expecting. And move on and may somehow get into a cheating scenario or or just move on, you know? So it's it's... I, I just believe that uh, I don't think all relationships are permanent. I think a lot of relationships are transitory. And I think that the transitory people that decides to be in a relationship are the people that usually end up in divorce. At the end, there's another way people put it um, before we go into our break. There's another way people put it. They say it's seasonal. Right. Yeah. Seasonal, you know, as long as it's working for, as long as it's working for you and Mm -hmm. and it's giving you the benefit. But you know, people forget that they take that oath for sickness and health, or or for rich or poor, all these different things that that you take this covenant. And uh, but in in a situation where someone gets sick or whatever, or or some financial issue happen or it could be something devastating happening with a kid that fragment the two people to a point where, you know, they want to end the relationship. Right. And on that note, it's time to take a break. So we're going to end this part of the show. All right. We'll be right back. Who plays the best music? We do. We are live 105.5 Mobile Radio 24365. One big party. Welcome back to the Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, your co host, Angela Jackson. And we are here on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio chopping it up about live in relationships. Yes, this is big, y'all. And, and I think that. For me, again, like everything depends, but we want to look at some of what's out there in terms of people, what people are sharing, and sometimes it's experts, sometimes it's just someone who's got a little bit of knowledge and they're writing on it. But this particular um, article that I looked at, Dr. Seth, is called How to Make Your Live-In Relationship Work, and it's advice for couples living together before marriage. So these people... Or have obviously some intention of living of, of getting married, you know, or maybe they said let's live in together and we'll see afterwards, right? We'll know. But you know that, that that's really a big question because is it about being married or is it about being happy? Well, I think people equate being married to being happy. Well, that's what I'm saying. People equate that, but that's not necessarily what they get. Right, so this is why a lot of people are opting to live in, you know, other than. So, but let's look at the tips that are here. Um, this Princess Withapen, <laughs> right, is the uh, contact author they have here. So um, there's actually 
12 of them. So, go ahead. Let's go. Let's go for it. Um, I'll read. Why don't I read a couple of them, like three of them, and then, which is more than a couple, a few of them, and let's talk about those. Okay, let's do it. So the first three say, keep the romance and intimacy alive. Don't take each other for granted. Number two says, share household responsibilities. And three says, avoid pregnancy during a live-in relationship. What do you think about those first three? Okay, let's start off with the pregnancy. Okay. Uh, yes, you should try to avoid being pregnant <laughs> as much as possible. Um, because when you have a child, that is an 18-month commitment. 18 months or 18 years? I mean, well, 18 years. Yes, please, please don't leave me hanging with 18 years. Oh, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, you know, but, uh, and, and it's, it's, it's painful on both sides, yes, right? it is. I mean, if the guy walk away and doesn't pay any type of child support and not involved in the kid, the kid is affected, the the uh, the female is affected. Uh, the it's the same it's the same scenario if the guy did you know is paying child support, but the the lady is so angry at him that she wouldn't will not let him see the child. Yeah. Um, and that is just that's that's it. it yeah. It, Try to simplify your relationship. Don't complicate it. And having a child not married is complicated unless you are 100% committed to that relationship and it's just your, your perception of not needing to be married. Right. Exactly. I, I completely 100% agree that it's we put you in one of those it's complicated situations that will be your status, your relationship status <laughs> if you determine that oh, this was the wrong person to have a child with. Yeah. So um, what about the, the number two that she shared, which was basically shareholders, um, household responsibilities? Yeah, I think, you know, in the past, there were cer certain gender style. Like the guy would go out and cut the grass. He'll mm -hmm. fix the house. It, uh, and the woman traditionally cleaned inside the house, cooked and all that. But because of the complexity of in a dynamic of, of the work force that's now, a lot of women are going out working. They're coming home tired. Uh, and they're not interested in, 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 you know, doing the cooking and getting into that traditional thing. And there is an expectation that the, that the husband should come home, um, and, uh, you know, participate in some of those things. Right. Right. And so in those type of cases, you have to know, uh, what you, need you know what you can do and what you can't do and you may have to may have to hire some of that stuff out right like have somebody come in and cook for you or have someone cut the grass or have you know you know do services so that i mean like for us we had a housekeeper that came in and right. cleaned the house um but 
It all can work. Surely it can work. So what about this keeping the romance and intimacy alive? How do people do that once you live together, you know? I don't know. I guess we take for granted that we're there with each other. You know, it's, it's all about, it's like going out and working out. It's, it has to be a priority. I mean, if it's not a priority, if you feel like, okay, well, now I got this person and, you know, I use sex to get this person. Now it's, you know, now, now I got him or I got her. And so you allow sex to diminish. Well, first of all, you know, we did do those shows that we talked about the benefits of sex. Right. And so, first of all, you're going to lose all the healthy benefits of having sex with your partner and bonding. If you don't have sex with your partner, you might as well just say that, look, I'm not, I'm not willing to bond with this person anymore. And, and it gets worse and worse every time you don't. The least you do it, the further that relationship is going and, to And be. it's not just that. It's, it's also the intimacy, not just actual intercourse of sex. It's, it's that, like we talked about before in other shows, it's that touch. Touch, it's right. That, you know, that showing someone that they're valued and, you know, and loving on them. Those things are important. That's so, the biggest gift you can give somebody is your body and, and, your, and the intimacy that you give to them. Yeah, it is. And so I think that what happens is when we're living with somebody, whether we're married or not, we become complacent that that person is there, they're going to be there, you know, and we forget to do those little things that that said to them before that, oh, this, this is the person I really want to be with, you know. So we, we can't forget. We have to keep that intimacy alive. And, you know, I think it's one of those things that you make each other a priority, like you said, and that you set out certain times. And it's, it, and it's trust, too, uh, Angela. Because if you're with someone and and you're dating them and, and you're having great sex and then you get into this uh, relationship and you don't have as much sex, I mean, it would just be a common thing that a person would say, well, maybe they're doing something with someone else. Yeah, it makes you think. Right. You know, I mean, because if, if a person, if especially if a person have a, a really high, libido. robust libido, mm -hmm. and then they're not asking for sex or they don't want to be intimate anymore, then, then I mean, there's only a couple of options that a person can really think about. Oh, here we go. What? What are you talking about? Here we go with those options. So for today's show, we're not <laughs> going to even discuss those options. We're going to stay focused on if you're living with someone and this is someone who you're considering, considering that this is my mate, um, whether your desire is to eventually marry or you guys decide you just want to stay committed, please don't forget to, become, to remain intimate if you were before and if you haven't been, to be intimate. And if it gets less, go seek a counselor and... Because there is probably something situational that is preventing you from that. If it's not just because you're overworked in the job or you have kids running around that you're taking care of or whatever. But regardless of all that, you have to make that time for that connection with your partner. Yeah, make each other a priority always. You know, and do the little special things that you did that, you know, got your partner's attention. And continue that way. But on that note, it's just about time for a break, right? 
It is definitely time for a break. We'll be right back. Who plays the best music? We do. We are live 105.5 Mobile Radio 24365. One big party. Welcome back to the Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his co-host, Angela Jackson. And we are on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. And we're talking about live-in relationships, you know, just what that looks like. And we were kind of looking at a list of some tips, so we're going to continue with some of those. Um, Dr. Seth, if you don't mind. Go ahead. All right. Love so, to hear it. So here's some more tips. Have clear rules about visitors. Mm, I want to talk about that one later. Discuss the status of your relationship. Be on the same page as your partner. Keep your finances separate. Keep uttering sweet nothings to your partner. Spend some time apart. Couples living together need space. And I'll stop there. That's enough for I hear when you mention at least six of those. Contract, 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 relationship yes. contract. That is such an easy fix. When when should you have guests over? Um, you know, what, what's the other things you said? Um, discuss the status of your relationship. Discuss the status of your relationship. That's a contract Keep issue. Keep your finances separate. Contract issue. Keep uttering sweet nothings to your partner. That's a, That could be a contract issue, too. Spend, spend some time apart. That could be a contract in how you spend the time yes. apart and with who. Because if you're gonna want to spend some time apart with an ex, with an ex, that could be a problem. A problem that could be a problem. Now, if you got one of those type of relationships that, you know, you're giving everybody a, a yearly pass to do what they want to do, that's something totally different too, right? right? And that's in the contract. That's in the contract, right? <laughs> yes. No. Definitely. This is why that contract is, which I really love in Dr. Seth's. Francois's book, um, business, The Business of Love, which is why this show came from that book, stemmed from that book, um, is so important that contract answers all these questions. And whether you're married or living together, if you're in a committed relationship, because what you're, to me, I believe once you're living together, there's a commitment there, because your finances have to come together to make that work. So um, there is some type of commitment. You gotta have that contract. You gotta go through. And I like that one that they talk about with the friends to have the, you know have boundaries around when friends come, right? Who gets to come, all that because you don't want to argue about these things with another person. You don't want to bring a third party into your relationship. You know, right? Well, you know, it's, it's certain people that come into your door that may not may rub the other person the wrong way. I mean, and it could be an an outlaw situation, hmm. not an in law, but an outlaw yes. situation, where there's uh, a mother that comes in and try to run the household, or a father who comes in and 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 try to run their household. You know, there there has to be certain uh, limits. And then you're talking about if you're paying bills, like you know, paying the rent or paying a mortgage. You want to know, okay, well, look, 
this is not going to be a 50-50 type of situation. Maybe you'll pay, if we're paying $1,000 a month, maybe you pay $300, I'll pay $700, mm-hmm. you know, for this year. And then, you know, you, you can always review the contract again, and, and every year you can adjust it. to, to Because certain things that you agree to may not work right. out. So you have to have this this place in the contract where you can renegotiate it because it may not work out for one person, but it may be great for the other person. Right, right. right. So, so that's why, like you said, it's 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 um, a negotiable contract. Right. You know, as needed. As right. We need to revisit certain every items, year, uh, every year, every year, and then after things start going right and it, and you see that the contract is really something good, then you can maybe have an extension. Like, okay, well, we can do it every two years now because. You know, most of the stuff is working. Right. Whatever. So, yeah, you got to get that contract, folks. If you're trying to be in these committed relationships, you got to get that contract so we can discuss these issues, right? Um, so, yeah, you kind of mentioned the finances on a um, separate. So, if you, what do you think about that when you're just um, I, I think, living together? I, well, I, I really think about it even in a marriage situation. I believe you should have. Each person should have their account. Each person have their account. And then you have a joint account. Mm -hmm. You agree every month to put money into that joint account to pay the bills. And then that way, when someone comes and gives you a gift on a holiday, you won't feel like like someone else is spending your money on yourself. Right. (laughs) You know know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just always, it's just a good thing to... To keep it separate. And then also the other good thing about it is you can protect each other's credit. If one person should happen to go out and do something and overspend or whatever, then it's not a joint type of situation where both are being penalized for right. for the other person. Yeah, no, that's good. It's like that's the strength of your relationship, you know? I right. I like that. So, and this other thing I really liked in that last uh, one uh, tips that I that I read is I like the whole idea of discuss the status of your relationship. Be on the same page as your partner. Because I think that's what happens, you know what I mean? Especially when if you're living together and you're not talking, you haven't you haven't discussed your situation. And maybe one partner's changing because this living together situation is showing them something eh, they didn't really know and they maybe have decided, ah, that's not going to work. It's important to regularly discuss your situation, you know? I mean, when you get in bed and your partner farts for the first time, <laughs> that may be a change. That may, that may, be, may, that may be a deal breaker. Or you maybe know? they need to clean their colon. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh... But I, I mean, it's it's one of those things that you have to, again, people get into relationships and they really don't know themselves. Right, exactly. And I, I really think that it is, it's not a great thing to do. I think that we have to spend more time loving ourselves and being in a relationship with ourselves before we try to adventure off and be in a relationship with someone else. I definitely think that that needs to happen before. So here's the final uh, four tips. Let go of each other's bad habits and idiosyncrasies, speaking of the passing gas when you're dead. 
Don't expect marital bliss or marital authority. Expecting each other to be answerable may not work. Uh, remember that there are two personalities in the house. And don't shame, don't, I'm sorry, don't share your private mom momentum with others. Okay, so now what was the first one? The first one of those last four was let go of each other's bad habits or okay. idiosyncrasies. Let me, let me just say this. Okay. In order for you to have a good relationship, you have to be willing to grow. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to grow, that means that you're going to be stagnated. Now, if you have stagnated water, it starts to stink. So if you're not willing to grow and to see how you can change and improve and be a better person, being in a relationship is probably not where you need to be. Wow, not even a living relationship? You can have a roommate. You can have a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> not living in relationship. Though. No, stagnated people <laughs> need, to, need to kind of stagnate by themselves. Okay, well, yeah. all right, Dr. Seth. Um, I would, I would agree that you're not ready. Yeah. And I think you can, when you know yourself, you know, you're not ready or you know, you are ready. Don't drag, no, don't drag the other person into something that you're not, I was like building a house and, and you, you didn't even take the plans, get plans out or didn't get the land survey. You just want to go in and just throw some lumber together and make a house. I mean, you know, you're going to find out when there's an earthquake that the house is not going to stand or a wind come and the house is going to lean over to the left or to the right because you didn't do what was necessary to make it, uh, to fortify the structure. Well, I like this, this last one we'll go over, which says, don't share your private momentum with others. And I think that's true. I think it's kind of, from when I look at that, like your private moments and you're not supposed to be sharing people with people about your intimate moments, you know, whether, whether it's good, whether it's not, you know. Well, it depends if you're a porn star or not. Well, and you want to get, still, those people are all and you have social it. media and stuff, you know, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I mean, the, 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 the fact, the fact is, is that, yeah, I mean, certain things need to be intimate. Yes. Um, it's, it's sort of like a medical record, you know, that's why you have HIPAA laws, mm -hmm. you know, you want to keep certain things simple because that information is just not your information only. Right. That's the part. It's that's not your part. information only. It's the other person's information. And, and, uh, the second reason why you don't want to share those, those intimate moments with anyone else is because someone else may try to come in and get what you got. That's right. That's right. That that's some good stuff, and we could go on with another show just with that stuff. So oh, get what you got. Stay stay off of social media with your business. You know? That's right. That's yeah, right. Stay off of social media. What's your What's your takeaway? Uh, know yourself before you enter into any relationship, but especially before you move in with someone. Oh wow! Yeah, my mine mine would be. You know, if if you don't know yourself, don't do it. Just don't do it. Just just you know, be friends, live apart, do it, or become roommates. But yeah, it's 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 more problematic to to try to get into a relationship with someone and you don't really know yourself. 
Okay, well, this has been The Business of Love on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio with Dr. Cesc Francois and me, your co-host, Angela Jackson. Until next time. All right, y'all. Do you feel your relationship is in a slump? Or maybe you just want to build a successful relationship. Well, join us on Season 3 of The Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his amazing co-host, Angela Jackson, Life Coaching Counselor, as we help you explore The Business of Love here on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. The latest hits and the greatest memories on, 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 on live 105.5 www.1055.mobi